The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Best we've had to date in the name of Jesus. Let there be a performance of all your prophecies over our lives. A fulfillment of all your promises to us. Once again, we thank you that your word does not return void to you. It accomplished that which you please. It prospers in the thing that you sent it. So we invite you to move mightily in our midst this morning. As your word comes forth, let it come forth with power. Let somebody be touched afresh again. Let somebody's story change again. Have your way, O oh God, we pray. As we enter the final week of 2023 and we prepare to cross over into 2024, Father, let your mighty hand that works miracles, signs, and wonders, let it rest mightily upon us as a congregation and let it rest mightily on our lives individually to bring about the manifestation of these signs and wonders. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. In the name of Jesus. And somebody that believes God shouted a loud amen. Can you help me touch two or three people? Touch two or three people before you have your seat. Tell them get ready for signs. Get ready for wonders. Get ready for miracles from God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Christmas is a season of signs and wonders. Hallelujah. Christmas is a season of miracles. Christmas is a season to see the wonderful acts of God. We started this month with God pointing us back to the prophetic word in Isaiah chapter 8, verse 18. And I want to encourage everybody again, like we shared from the book of Peter, 1 Peter chapter 2, I believe. He said, you do well if you will hold on to the prophetic word. <clears throat> you will do well in Jesus' name. You will finish 2023 well in Jesus' name. You will start 2024 even better in Jesus' name. And one of the ways the Bible says we do well is when we hold on to our prophetic word. Hold on to it. There's a reason why God tells us to hold on to it. Hold fast to it. Hold fast to the word. Because there may be times and seasons... Times and seasons where what God has said doesn't look like what you're experiencing. In fact, you can even be in the midst of the manifestation of what God has said, but it doesn't look like it. Hallelujah. Look at the story we just read. Those angels came and told them, a king is born today. And thank God he also had to tell them that you will find him in a manger. You don't find kings in a manger. You don't find kings wrapped in swaddling clothes. They are wrapped in royal attire. 
So even though Jesus was a fulfillment of the prophecy of God, and I want to tie that in, I'm going to come back to that because that's really my focus this morning. The manifestation of Jesus was the, the prophetic word of God, a prophecy that God first spoke in the Garden of Eden. After Adam and Eve fell, God told the serpents that the seed of the woman will crush your head, you will bruise its heel. And the seed of the woman is Christ. Because Jesus had no natural or male seed. That prophecy had been gone and all through generations, God had been prophesying the coming of Christ, the birth of Christ. When he was born, he, he, even though he was born a king, he did not look like a king. I wonder how many people walked past that manger and thought it was just an ordinary thing. But thank God these shepherds had that prophetic insight. Hallelujah. So sometimes you can be living in the reality of God's prophecy for you, living in the experience of God's word for you, but it doesn't look like what God said. It just doesn't add up. The math doesn't compute. Say, so hold on to the word. Until it dawns like a new day, and until, we, we shared from that text, he said there are two dimensions of what you need the world to operate in. The ultimate everybody wants is for the world to dawn like a new day. That's when the physical manifestation of what God has said is obvious to everybody. Weeping may endure for a night, joy comes in the morning. But he also said hold on to it until it arises like a day star in your heart. And that's usually the first one. That's the one that precedes the dawn of a new day. When the word begins to be like a light in your heart. Hallelujah. Somebody say the word of God is a light in my heart. Say the promises of God to me are a light in my heart. Say the prophecies of God over my life are a light in my heart. Hallelujah. Hold fast to it. Glory be to God. Because if you do hold fast to it, surely it will come to pass. Glory be to God. He said the vision is for an appointed time. Though it tarries, wait for it. It will not tarry. It will surely come to pass. Glory be to God. Isaiah 7.14 The Lord himself will show you a sign. Christmas is a time for signs and wonders and miracles. The Lord himself will show you a sign. And what is that sign? A virgin will conceive and bear a son. Glory be to God. As we revisit Christmas this year, I want you to understand it's a time for God showing us signs. It's a time for God doing wonders in our lives. It's a time for God doing miracles for us. Can somebody shout a loud amen to that? Amen. A virgin will conceive and she will give birth to a son. And I love this. This is really my emphasis this morning. And... You shall call his name what? Emmanuel. 
Somebody say Emmanuel. God is with us. God, that's what Emmanuel means. God is with us. And on this Christmas Eve, this Sunday morning, God told me to remind somebody, I am with you. I am with you. I am with you. Hallelujah. There are many names. The prophecies about Christ said that it will be called. We've looked at the prophecy of Isaiah 9-6. Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government will be upon his shoulders. Talked about that. So important for us Christians to understand Jesus. He came to do many things. And all the prophecies will emphasize one thing or the other. The prophecy in Isaiah 9 emphasizes that he has come to establish a kingdom. Came to establish a kingdom. And he is king over that kingdom. And he rules and reigns over that kingdom. Hallelujah. And his plan is for that kingdom to spread all over the world. It has been spreading, glory be to God. It will continue to spread until, as the Bible prophesies, the whole earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Hallelujah. What a generation that generation will be. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And every day we are getting closer and closer to it. In Isaiah 9, they said his name will be Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Prince, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Those are all powerful names. Powerful names. And they are names we should learn to embrace. Hallelujah. As our prophecy. Somebody say my prophecy. And learn to activate them whenever you need them. Embrace them as your prophecy. Those names are describing the attributes of God that God can manifest in your life. Hallelujah. That question of knowing God's name, it has always come up all through scriptures from generation to generation. When God called Moses and told him, I'm sending you to Egypt to deliver my people. One of the questions Moses asked God was, who should I say sent me? What is your name? And there God gave him another unique name. Tell them the I am that I am sent you. And that's so powerful because God said, I am whatever you need me to be for you. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I am whatever you need me to be to you. Hallelujah. And that's God recognizing that, first and foremost, different people may need him to be different things at different times in their lives. And on Monday, you may need him to be provider. Tuesday, a crisis may show up that you need him to be deliverer. Wednesday, there may be a health attack. You need him to be healer. Am I talking to somebody this morning? Hallelujah. This name in Isaiah 7, I think it's needed for such a time as this. Emmanuel, I am with you. I am with you. As you come to the end of this year, and as we get ready to transit into the new year, God wants you to know, I am with you. Hallelujah. It should calm you down. Tap your neighbor and say, calm down, calm down. God is with you. Hallelujah.
God is with you. Now, there's a powerful dimension of that name. Please go with me to the um, Philippians that Apostle Paul took time to delve into in Philippians chapter 2. Somebody say, God is with us. No shaking. God is with us. Hallelujah. Help me tell anybody again this morning, God is with you. God is with you. God is with you. And in Philippians chapter 2, let, let's read, because Apostle Paul took time to really open up the depth of what God meant and what this Christmas thing really signifies. Let this mind be in you. Let's start from verse 5. Which also was in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a born servant. And coming, coming, this is what he did at Christmas, coming in the likeness of men. That is this dimension of God being with us that God wants us to understand. I'm coming to your level. Coming down to your level. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, it said, We do not have a high priest that cannot identify with our infirmities. But he was tempted in every way that we are tempted. So he knows how we feel. He knows what you are going through. He has experienced it perhaps even deeper than you have experienced it. Ah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm having pain. I'm going through a very tough time health-wise. I'm having sickness. Nobody else may know, but Jesus knows. Hallelujah. I'm dealing with temptations. I'm being frustrated. I'm being um, pressured on every side. Jesus knows. Hallelujah. Took up the form of a born servant, took up sinful flesh and came down to our level. So in Hebrews, he said that we should always remember that our high priest is not just a God that stays in heaven like they had as it were under the Old Testament that gave them laws, gave them decrees and was distant as it were. He said, no, he came just like us. He walked on this earth just like us. He suffered just like us. And he now said, so now we can boldly come before him. Before his throne of grace. And obtain mercy and find grace to help. In our time of need. Hallelujah. Because there's nothing you can bring before him that he does not understand. And not just understand because he's all-knowing and he's wise. Understand because he experienced it as well. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? Hallelujah. God is with you. God is with you. Philippians 2 verse 8. And being found in the appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death. So not only did he come and take up our place as in taking up sinful flesh, the Bible said he went all the way and suffered for us and died for us. 
Hallelujah. I want to remind something, somebody something very powerful and special today. That thing that you may be going through today, Jesus has died for you over that thing so that you can be free from it. Glory be to God. He has taken up the punishment, whatever punishment needs to be taken, he has suffered for it so that you can be free from it. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. Hallelujah. This is God being with us. Emmanuel. It wasn't just that Jesus came and he came to hang out with us. Apostle Paul was here showing us what God really meant. Yes, he will come and he will live like man, but he will also suffer death, taste death. The psalmist said, on behalf of mankind, so that man does not have to die any longer. Is somebody with us this morning? Took death on our behalf, took all the pain, took all the punishment, so that we don't have to suffer it anymore. Hallelujah. And that's why I could say I am come that you might have life. Because I've tasted death or I've suffered death for you. Praise God. He became obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. Philippians 2.8 And therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. Hallelujah. Verse 10, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. This is why we worship his name. This is why we sing his praise. This is why we appreciate him. One, recognizing what he has done for us. Hallelujah. And understanding that his name is the name with the highest authority. Glory be to God. At the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Of those in heaven, of those on earth, of those under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. To the glory of the Father. Hallelujah. Please stay with me. I'm almost there. Just stay with me. So Jesus, God said, I will give you a sign. Or I will show you a wonder. And we can also interpret that to me. I will do a miracle among you. I will do something new. I will do something special. A virgin will conceive. Please follow me. And he will give birth to a son. He will give birth to God. And the whole purpose of that is so that, so that God will be Emmanuel. God will be with us. God will be with us. God, there's a reason for Christmas, so that God, we can have this God be with us experience. It's a sign. It's a wonder. It's a miracle. And that miracle is responsible for every other miracle that we can ever wish or dare to experience. Glory be to God. A virgin will conceive. Remember what Angel Gabriel told Mary. 
When he came to announce to her, you have found favor with God. Can you help me announce somebody to your left and to your right? You have favor with God. That's another, an, an, another, another theme of Christmas. Remember, Jesus did not just come to save Christians. In fact, he didn't just come to save the Jews. There was a time the Jews thought God was the exclusive property. He didn't just come to save Christians. He came to save the entire world. Hallelujah. And Christmas is a time of God showing favor to all of mankind. It started with Mary. But it wasn't meant to end with just Mary. Because the baby Mary was going to conceive, hallelujah, was going to be a gift to the entire world. So the favor that brought about his coming wasn't just to be the exclusive preserve of a few people. It's for anyone that we dare to believe. Somebody say, I dare to believe. I can't hear you this morning. Say, I dare to believe. I will show you a sign. This is what will happen. And when Angel Gabriel came and told Mary that you are going to conceive, she said, I don't know. How will it happen? He said, the power of the highest will come upon you. The Holy Ghost will come upon you. That's how the sign will happen. Hallelujah. That's how the wonder will happen. The power of the highest will come upon you. The Holy Ghost will come upon you. And you'll be able to birth that miracle. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. I was sharing with some people the other day. Please listen to me very carefully. And I think it's one of the themes or one of the reasons for Christmas. It's, it's very important to recognize from time to time that you are actually living in the fulfillment of prophecy. You are living in the fulfillment of prophecy. So Isaiah prophesied that a virgin will conceive and she will deliver a son. Unto us a son is born, unto us a child is given. Mary, in Luke chapter 1, when she began to believe, as the angel said, it wouldn't have taken Mary too much to believe that she was living in the fulfillment of prophecy. As, after, as long as she got over that hurdle of believing what the angel was telling her, oh, this is what, and I'm sure every Jewish child that went to the synagogue, they knew the prophecy of Isaiah. That one day the Christ will come. She just did not know that she was going to be the chosen vessel. Hello? That Jesus will come through. But by the time she believed that word, and she accepted that word, and I'm sure by the time of the first trimester, the second trimester, the third trimester, <laughs> she knew she was living in the fulfillment of prophecy. Hello, somebody. Do you know that you too are living in the fulfillment of prophecy? This prophecy has happened. Hallelujah. And it's still happening today. Glory be to God. And particularly a time like this that we are consciously celebrating Christmas. It is happening now. Hallelujah. And what I'm telling you by the Spirit of God this morning is that Emmanuel, God being with us, which is the purpose of 
the, um, the baby being conceived, the virgin conceiving the baby and giving birth to the baby, is for God to show us a sign, do a sign, release a miracle in our lives. Hallelujah. And anybody that believes it can have that one. Anybody. He's a gift to the entire world. Can you shout out loud this morning, Jesus is my gift. Oh, I can't hear you say, Jesus is my gift. Not just when I got born again, but even today. There's a miracle for you today. Hallelujah. There's a miracle for you this Christmas season. There's a blessing available for you, even in this service. There's a breakthrough available for you today. Hallelujah. Because the whole purpose of this season is for Emmanuel. Emmanuel. God with us. God with us. And he's with us today. Is with us in this service. Praise God. So Paul, in that Philippians chapter 2, he gave us a depth of the meaning of God with us. It's for this purpose. This is really the depth of the dimension, is that he came to be like a man, to live among us like a man, but also to suffer death so that we can have life. That's what he explained in the passage you just left. He now went on, and this is where we are this morning. Look at verse 12 with me. Hallelujah. See, it's one thing, I've used this analogy a thousand and one times in this church. It's one thing to have a car. Hello, somebody. It's another thing to enjoy the benefits of that car. There are many ways you can enjoy the benefits of your car. You can drive it yourself. Hello? Or at the minimum, you get somebody to drive you in that car. But until that car is driven, <laughs> praise God, even though you have it or it's available to you, you can't enjoy the benefits. That's a simple enough analogy to understand. Am I right or am I right? It's one thing to have Emmanuel. It's another thing to enjoy the benefits of Emmanuel. You can drive up, or you understand what I mean by Emmanuel? It's easier to say Emmanuel as a gift like that than God with us. It's one thing to have God with us. Okay, it actually flows even in English. It's one thing to have God with you. It's another thing to, you can drive it yourself, or you can get a driver. God told me you're going to be a driver for many people this morning. Praise God. I'm here to drive you into your miracle this morning. And for those of you that can drive yourself, you don't need a driver. Glory be to God. Enter your own car and drive along with us. The highway is wide enough. Glory be to God. Am I talking to somebody this morning? The high, it's not like we have in Lagos that they have just three lanes. You know, there are some, I believe it's in Germany. They talk about one major road they have, the autobahn. I've not seen it before. I think they said they have like nine lanes on either side. And just as a pastime, Germans will just go there since they build cars. And there's no speed limit. And you can enter your Benz and drive it. Hallelujah. And flow it. God will help you if you crash. But this one can never crash. Can I hear loud amen? You can flow it as much as you want. 
So Paul said here, let me begin to close. Glory be to God. Because this is where we are this morning. Therefore, my beloved brethren, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in our absence. I think he's actually talking to us in Lagos today. Because we are in his absence. Therefore, beloved, what is, is, is that therefore? Therefore, because of Emmanuel, because you are living in the fulfillment of prophecy, because God is showing you a sign in your day, that a virgin will conceive and give birth to a son. And that means Emmanuel. Therefore. Hallelujah. Walk out. Walk out. Let me use my analogy. Drive out. Your own salvation. It's available sir. It is available. Work out your own salvation with what? Fear. That fear there is godly reverence. It really means you acknowledge what God has done. You value what God has done. You honor what God has done. And you take advantage of what God has done. In fact, I should start with you believe what God has done. Acknowledging it is, is a major part of believing it. You hold it in high esteem. Because God is with you, take advantage of it. Glory be to God. If you are still here this morning, shout aloud, hallelujah. hallelujah. Therefore, because it is Christmas, and Christmas means Emmanuel. You know, we should always remember that for us believers, Christmas is not a December thing. Can I hear a loud amen? Nothing wrong with us bringing out all the fanfare in December. In fact, if you really study church history, there are different denominations. They don't do their Christmas in December. Talk to me, somebody. Their own religious calendar is not December. You acknowledge the coming of Christ, but it's not December they celebrate it. Different parts. Some, some of these orthodox Christian sects, they, they do it at different times. Till today. Till today. Nothing wrong with us celebrating Christmas. And nothing wrong with us emphasizing it at a time like this. But it's good to have that understanding. Is somebody with me this morning? Walk out your own. Somebody say, My own. Your own. Your own. Remember that name, I am that I am. Your own may be healing. Work it out. Your own may be deliverance out of a peculiar trouble. Work it out. Glory be to God. Your own may be a breakthrough in one area of your life. Work it out. For... I love this part. This is the best part of it. And look at what Paul is doing here. He's unraveling mysteries by the help of the Holy Ghost to us. This is what Emmanuel means. This is what Emmanuel, Christmas. This is what the prophecy means. For. Hallelujah. Next verse. 
Therefore, beloved, walk are your own fear and tremble. For it is God, the same verse, but the other parts, who walks in you. Hallelujah. Praise God. This is the best part. For it's, everybody, let's read this together. For it is what? One to go. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. I will show you a sign. <laughs> Hallelujah. I will show you a sign. I will show you a sign. And that sign is that I'm going to be among my people. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Can I tell somebody something this morning? Look at me, everybody, as we begin to wrap up. God is working in your life. I said, God is doing what? God is working. The only thing that is needed is for you to cooperate with him. Hallelujah. He's working in you both to will. I don't know whether you've ever experienced this before. Sometimes you, you just don't, you're not too keen about spiritual things. What I've learned from experience is if you will just stay with God, and particularly if you acknowledge and appreciate scriptures like this, that God is working in me, and you just stay with him, and allow, maybe you keep coming to church, or you keep doing something God has told you to do, a time will come, your desire will come alive. Hallelujah. The Bible says God gives us the desires of our hearts. There are two ways you can interpret that. It means God granting you something you desire. It also means God planting in you a desire that you did not have. Am I talking to somebody this morning? And he puts that in us so that he can accomplish his pleasure. His good pleasure. Praise God forevermore. I came to tell somebody by the Spirit of the Lord today that God is with you. And He's with you to do His good pleasure in your life. He's with you this season to give you a sign, to give you a wonder, to give you a miracle, to give you salvation. And salvation is not limited to just being born again. Glory be to God. To give you a breakthrough. Because that is what God has planned for you. Hallelujah. And I sense that somebody's story is going to change for good this morning. Somebody, you're going to sing a new song. Somebody, a new chapter will open for you in your life. Somebody is going to be a new level, a new beginning. Hallelujah. The hand of God will lift you up and he will uphold you and he will establish you. On the high place he has ordained for you. Can somebody shout Emmanuel? Emmanuel. Shout it louder, Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Louder still, Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Say in this season of my life, God is with me and is working out his salvation, his good pleasure in my life. And I'm here to cooperate with him. Jump up on your feet if you are ready to receive from God this morning. Oh, hallelujah. Please put up John 1.16 for us once again as we pray. Hallelujah. John 1.16. In fact, before John 1, leave up John 1.16 because that's where we are going. In the Amplified, please help me. The Bible said Jesus came to his own. 
Emmanuel came to his own, but his own received him not. Hallelujah. This is the part of you cooperating with him. Will somebody shout this morning, I cooperate with God? Ah, I can't hear your shout. Say, I'm cooperating with God in this season of my life. The good pleasure that God wants to accomplish in my life, I'm ready to welcome it and to receive it with open arms. Said they did not receive him. Find that verse for me before we read verse 16. Said, but as many as received him, he gave them the right to become the sons of God. Hallelujah. Jesus is a miracle gift to the entire world. All people. And as many as welcome him in the different degrees, he will work out his good pleasure in your life. Hallelujah. Of his fullness, we have all received. As somebody here, do you think you have received the fullness of what God has for you? Hello, somebody talk to me. Do you think you have received the fullness of what God has for you? Hello? Hmm? Glory be to God. Let me ask you another question. Can you take some more this morning? <laughs> Glory be to God. I will show you a sign. Can I satire satire? I will show you a sign. I will show you a sign of his fullness, the superabundance of his grace and truth. We have all received. How many of us have received somebody? It's a gift to all of us. You may say, I have not received anything from God this year yet. This is December what? 24th. Can I tell you some good news this morning? It's not too late. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Can you find yourself in that all? Glory be to God. Somebody say, I'm part of that all. All received. All of us. Let me hear somebody shout Emmanuel again. That's the meaning of this season. God is with us. And is with us so that we can work out our own salvation. As God works in us to give birth to his good pleasure. Lift your hand, somebody. Michael, I think I need you. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. This is somebody's song this morning. They are new every every morning. I don't know who you are. That's this song is for you. Emmanuel inspired this song for you. Great is your faith.
this morning and talk to God concerning your desires concerning your needs concerning your expectations as we wrap up 2023 and step into 2024 Emmanuel 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 God is with us God is with us I want you to lift your voice and pray to him this morning Emmanuel 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 you can work out your own miracle work out your own breakthrough work out your own deliverance work out your own salvation work out your own healing Emmanuel 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 God is with you God is with you God is with you God is with you in that business is with you in that marriage is with you in that situation is with you this is Christmas God with us wonderful is with you wonderful the God of signs and wonders is with you the counselor is with you is with you is with you is with you the mighty God he is with you right now right now right now right now right now walk out walk out walk it out as you pray for it is God that walks in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure the everlasting father he's with you the prince of peace the prince of peace the prince of peace come on pray fervently this morning receive of his fullness the I am that I am will be whatever you need him to be for you whenever you need him to be there for you he's with us this morning he's with us this season he's with us today of his fullness <laughs> we receive of his fullness 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 we receive of the super abundance of his grace and truth grace for grace we receive favor for favor we receive spiritual gifts heaped upon spiritual gifts we receive blessing upon blessing we receive we receive we receive oh this is why he came this is why he came that we might have life and have it more abundantly to the full till it overflows somebody receive as you pray this morning receive as you pray this morning receive as you pray
They are new Listen to what Isaiah said again in Isaiah chapter 12. And I believe this is an extension of the prophet. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 0000640.